and welcome to Get Into Flow, the podcast all about shifting your mindset to get out of your own way, get unstuck, and start living a life you can look back on with no regrets. I will empower you to take action to start inspiring change, and it starts right now. Thank you so much for joining. So happy to have you here with me. Sit tight and let's dive into today's topic together. I talk a lot about being stuck or finding ways to get unstuck or really finding your flow. And that's why I named this podcast Get Into Flow because for me it's so important to understand and to acknowledge that there are things that are holding you back. And being stuck is really just another way of saying being in your comfort zone. And that comfort zone is really comfortable for some of us. You know, we are in it. Uh, We don't even see that there are greater opportunities for us, that we have the potential to do so much more. We just get locked into our day-to-day and the effort that's required to step out of your comfort zone is so scary that we just stay where we are and we stay stuck. Why I'm so passionate about helping you get unstuck is because I was stuck. I know exactly how it feels. And although I didn't know the terminology or the vocabulary at the time, the feelings and the signs and the causes, the symptoms, everything was there. So today what I'd love to do is to talk a little bit more about my situation and my story in the hopes of inspiring you so that you can look at what can you do to get unstuck for yourself. I'll share my experience and what I did, and I'll end with a recap of five key takeaways that you can already start to put into practice. So if you listened to last episode, I introduced myself, I told you about my story, about how I transitioned jobs, and it's led me to where I am today. But I'd love to go a little more into detail today about the why and how being at a job that no longer fulfilled me was my version of being stuck feeling like there was no other option. Like, this is where I am, and this is where I'm going to be for the rest of my life, and unfortunately, I'm no longer happy. But I'm not making any moves to change that. I'm just sailing. I'm just coasting. And what happened within me and where I started to feel different is when I felt I no longer had a sense of purpose. I no longer had energy to do anything I was not motivated to go to work. Every morning I would wake up and the first thought that crossed my mind is, how can I call in sick? I would even go in later. I think I was showing up at work like 10, 30, 11 o'clock, which, okay, advertising, you make your own hours, kind of not really. My employers and my coworkers were so patient and understanding with me, but in retrospect, I was depressed. I lacked motivation. I lacked energy and I really didn't want to be there. But I was so ashamed of admitting that to myself. So I never talked to anybody. I never said anything. I just kind of brushed it off as like, oh, I'm just tired and whatnot. Like the the thought never crossed my mind that this job was no longer right for me. Never, never, never. So other things that started happening too is I started to question myself. I started to question my abilities. Um, I was always a high performer. Like for me, I was driven. I was ambitious. All that all of a sudden was gone. I didn't care. That was the huge red flag for me. I didn't care about the work. And for someone who spent their career motivating, inspiring, pushing others and wanting to perform to the best of my abilities, the fact that I no longer cared was freaking scary. 
it really, really was out of character for me. So that was a huge shift that other people started to notice as well. And that brought on low self-esteem, that brought on my mood being flat. For those who know me, I am that girl who comes in with so much energy and so much optimism in any situation, and that was gone. So I was no longer myself. For me, those were the signs that contributed to my overall realization that there's something wrong. So now that I know better, and in retrospect, I can say those are the signs of what it feels like to be stuck. So if there's any that you can relate to, please keep listening and hopefully I can offer some guidance. And also realize that it's normal. It's normal to get stuck. And it's normal to change your mind, to want something different, but it's not okay to stay unhappy. So what do you do? Well, first you gotta admit it to yourself. You gotta look yourself in the mirror, in the eye, and say, there's a problem. This is no longer serving me. This is no longer where I need to be. We need to make a move. We need to change. And that's the hardest part. Admitting and acknowledging that the current situation that you're in, as good as it once was, as amazing as it was, once was, is no longer fulfilling you. That's where, for me, the guilt, the shame, the embarrassment, the confusion, that all played a huge factor because my job was the coveted job. I had the independent career, jet-setting, amazing advertising job that everybody wanted or everybody seemed to want when I told them about it, yet I was no longer happy. So admitting this to myself was the first step and also talking to somebody but preferably somebody who is not biased, right? So speak to someone who can give you that outsider, third-party opinion, that perspective that sometimes we don't even realize that we need. We're so stuck in our ways. We're stuck in what should be, what our life should look like, how happy we should be because we're in the job that we should have, right? So all these shoulds, mm. This is where that outside source is going to help you to really see clearly what is happening and helps shed some light to help you realize that, hey, there's an opportunity for change. Once you realize there's an opportunity for change like I did, I needed to figure out what it was exactly that was keeping me stuck. Obviously, it was the comfort. I was so used to being the advertising director. If I was no longer that director, who would I be? So there was the fear of the unknown. There was a fear of change. But then there was the acceptance that this job is no longer right for me. I learned everything I needed to learn. I did everything I needed to do. And now it's on to the next chapter. And being at peace with that. Not judging yourself. Not allowing others to judge you. Not even thinking of what others will think. But really just cultivating the peace within yourself to say, I'm done with that chapter and it's okay. It's okay to want more. It's okay to feel like you're at a point in your life where you need to seek out different experiences, different jobs will fulfill you because maybe your values have shifted and changed. But all of that will come if you are truly honest with yourself about what it is that is keeping you stuck and what it is that you truly desire. Now, I needed a, a boost to get out of my situation because, like I said, there was fear there. So the fear, as we know, holds us back. 
And I was fortunate enough that my employers actually gave me the out. They recognized the situation and gave me the opportunity to leave because for me, it wasn't even about that. I wasn't even contemplating leaving. I knew there was something wrong, but I didn't realize it was as dramatic as I need to change my job. I thought it was maybe just, okay, well, I'm not fulfilled anymore. Maybe I find that elsewhere. That's where we start turning to other means to self-soothe. And that's where it also becomes dangerous. When we start to look for other ways to feel better, to fill the void, that's where addictions can get started. That's where behaviors that are not healthy or that can be toxic for you, that's where they can stem from. So if you find yourself turning to that glass of wine or two or three every night to feel better or, you know, whatever it is that you are self-soothing with, that is another important, important red flag to start asking yourself some questions, to start seeing if there is really something that you're not wanting to confront. So after I left my job, I took a few months to heal, to really do things that made me happy, where I could try to find myself again to kind of spark that passion and that ambition that had been lost. And I would recommend that you just explore, get creative, just start filling your day with activities that you enjoy. Because when you go from a burnout scenario and you're trying to build yourself back up again, you need to give yourself the time to do it gradually. It's not going to happen overnight, especially if you were super, super low and depressed like I was. So my recommendation would be to just get back to doing what you love, to give yourself the opportunity to play, to have fun, to learn as much as you can. Once you feel like your mind is healed and you can get back into a learning opportunity, what I did is I went online and I just took a bunch of courses, anything that interested me. I really went from like psychology to art history to science to anatomy. It was an opportunity for me to just fill my days and fill my life with activities that made me happy. And it was the first time that I wasn't working for somebody else and everything I was doing was really for myself. And that helped me tremendously. I recovered and I found passion, I found purpose. And then I started to consider, okay, what are the next steps for me? Because had I tried to figure it out right away, my mind state was exhausted. So going from leaving one job and right away forcing myself to try to figure out my life as I was in burnout and depressed, clearly a recipe for disaster. So the time to heal not only served its purpose in that way, but it also allowed me to gather up the courage and gather up the passion to be able to find what it is that I wanted to do now for the rest of my life. I then seeked professional advice, which I recommend. Find a coach, find a therapist, find a guide to help you to evaluate your next steps. So for me, there was a natural pull towards being a coach. And then it was, okay, I found my purpose. I found my passion and my drive. How do I get this done? I took courses. I did certifications. I became a HeartRise leader, which is a guided meditation practice that you'll be hearing a lot about in this series because it's truly what helped me to connect with my heart and to uncover what I truly desire and that helped me trust 
that every decision that I'd made thus far was for the best and there's a reason why I am on this path. And that's really what the HeartRise Method is all about. It's finding your inner compass and letting that navigate and guide you. And once you're in that state, that's your flow state. That's where things feel like they're aligning, opportunities are presenting themselves. And I would say after a few months of really just doing the work for myself and learning and getting in touch with that inner drive that I had lost because now I found the purpose. I found what was going to motivate me to get to the next level and the fact that I wanted to become a coach, I had the goal. And because it was coming from such a pure place and I felt like that was my true calling, it was easy for me to figure out my next steps. It was easy for me to enroll in the certifications, to get it done, and I went through them quickly because I was so excited, and I kind of just reignited that flame that had burnt out because I was able to align with my purpose. And the purpose is really finding what you want to do on this earth. How can you give back? How can you make a difference? My purpose was to help people find their purpose. I no longer wanted people to suffer from being lost in their job, in their relationship, in their life. And so it was important for me to find the resources and find the tools to help people get unstuck. Because I said to the universe, hey, this is what I want to do, things started to align. The universe started to present opportunities to me in the most amazing way. One might call them coincidences. I call it synchronicity. When you're truly aligned with your purpose and you're living from that place of passion, the universe will deliver. The universe will present you opportunities you never even thought of. So here's a story I love to tell. It was the end of August 2019. I was in a good space. I was trusting in the process, trusting in the unfolding, continuing to follow and listen to my heart. And I always had the option of teaching more, teaching dance. And so it was a backup in the best way possible because it still allowed me to focus my efforts on my career transition. I didn't want to rush into anything too fast, as I mentioned earlier. So I was open to teaching opportunities. I was open to coaching opportunities. And on this one particular day, I decided to go downtown to a yoga studio that I had stopped going to because it was convenient for me after work. But since I no longer work downtown, I wasn't driving all the way there. But on this one day, something told me, uh, I need to go to this class. I hadn't been there in months, but my friend Nikki was teaching and I was like, you know what? Let me go to class. So I went and happy to see everybody. I was talking with Nikki after class and out of nowhere, you know, we were catching up and I said, I'm open to teaching. And she said, for real, do you teach jazz? And I said, well, yes, I do. And she said, my jazz teacher just quit today. I need a jazz teacher for school next week. And this was a Thursday. I'll never forget it. She told me to update my CV, to email a certain person. I went home and I did it. And the next day on the Friday, I went in for an interview. The Monday was Labor Day, but I got the call and I was to start on Tuesday. And this is what I call aligned. This is being in alignment because I would have never even considered the opportunity of teaching dance at a high school. And something within me told me to go to class that day to speak with Nikki. The stars aligned. You can picture it however you wish, but there were greater forces urging me 
to make the connection with Nikki that day because there was an opportunity for me to teach within the high school. And here we are three years later and I couldn't be happier. When you're clear on your purpose, when you're aligned with your heart, things will just work out. There's a certain ease that comes with it. There will still be challenges. There'll still be work. Ah, there was work that I needed to put into that teaching job. But the opportunities are the ones that will come to you to be able to help you fulfill your goal. Now let's recap. What can you learn from my story and how can it help you get unstuck and move into a state of flow? I've highlighted five key elements that you can already start to apply. Let's go. So number one, clarity around the real and honest reason why you feel stuck. What is the real cause that you feel lost or you feel unmotivated or you feel like you're just unable to get past or move out of your comfort zone? And for me, it was I needed to feel like I was making a difference. I was helping people. I didn't know how that could be translated, but I knew that where I currently was, I was not fulfilling that desire. Number two, start believing that you actually have the power to take action. So we need to shift our mindset. Once I shifted my perception of, oh, this is my job and I'm stuck here because this is what I chose. Once I realized that, hey, I have the power to change my future, then it gave me the courage to start searching for what that meant. And how I found that was by journaling a lot, writing down ideas, really getting to the core of what made me happy. So practicing actions and activities that bring you joy, practicing self-love, really building that self-esteem, but really just doing things that make you happy every day and start to get your confidence back little by little. On to number three, small actions to get moving. So what is one thing that you can do today to get yourself moving? We know repetition causes momentum, so the inspiration that you need to get yourself unstuck will start by just small actions over time that are repeated to get to your next phase. Maybe it's learning something new. Maybe you feel like you're stuck in your job because you learned everything you needed or you're bored with the material. So why don't you go online? There's so many free courses out there. Maybe you learn something new. Maybe you read a book. Maybe you do some research. Maybe you change an activity in your day. So doing something to create that change little by little to get yourself out of the rut. As I mentioned, I enrolled in a bunch of online courses, some that were in alignment with what I wanted to do because I already knew like, okay, let me help people. But like, do I want to be a therapist? Do I want to be a coach? Do I want to be a social worker? Do I want to be, you know, a teacher? Who and what and how? I had no idea. But the first step is really exploring. Get creative, start learning, get yourself into that growth mindset because that's really where the change is going to be welcomed. It's actually going to be encouraged if you're in that mindset where you're open to new things, you're open to possibilities. And we know that that also leads to feeling in flow, to get into your flow state. And that flow state is where those opportunities will present themselves. Next, very important number four, build a strong support system. Mentors, coaches, friends, and family, surround yourself with people who can guide you, who can push and challenge you, and most importantly, who make you feel like you're not going through this alone. Change is scary, especially if it's a career transition or a major life transition. So giving yourself 
the support system that you need is going to help you through it, is going to help you feel like you're not going through this all on your own. So I connected with a few coaches who helped me by giving me different perspectives and also offering the guidance and the knowledge uh, that I didn't have. Another way we stay stuck is by avoiding new situations because we don't have the tools or we don't have the knowledge. But by surrounding yourself with a mentor, hiring a coach, you can gain that knowledge. You can get that learning to help get you to the next step. So I highly recommend having at least one professional guide you along your journey to give you some structure as you navigate through your changes. That'll be helpful. And number five, stay true to who you are. Stay true to yourself and your desires. Connect to your heart. Be careful not to get swept up in the planning, the analyzing, the organizing. Move away from what you think you should do or what's expected of you and do what your heart truly wants. I constantly had to bring myself back to my purpose and my desire to help people and look for ways to make that into a career. Starting with that heart-filled desire to want to help people is what allowed me to look at those opportunities and to seek where I could get that or where I can fulfill that. And so many times I considered giving up and just going back to what I was doing before because it was easy and because it was known and it was familiar and it was safe. Uh, But had I not connected to my heart and started to cultivate the trust to follow my dreams, I would not be here today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you received everything that you needed from today's episode. Now it's your turn to take action. Just one small step each day to change your habits and become the version of yourself that you have always wanted to be. So what will you focus on today? I always love to hear from you, so please feel free to leave a review. Let me know what kind of topics you'd like for me to discuss. Also, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you'll be the first to know when I release a new episode. Until next time, keep listening to your heart and following the path to living your best life.